Hey there, welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, if you've listened to our podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard us talk all about our wonderful closed Facebook group community, the Peas and Carrots. What up, guys? <laughs> high fives, high fives, high fives. <laughs> all right, it's such a great group that collectively... collectively has such an amazing wealth of knowledge. It's also a no judgment, no bully zone, which these days is really, really challenging to find, especially that this knowing that this group has already grown to over 3,000 people. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, you guys, you guys get all the props for that. I mean, you works, everybody just comes together so nicely and just helps and supports each other and and um it's just a lot of fun and i'll tell you what else I, we've only ever had to boot a couple of people that's it and the whole time literally we've been a couple, knock on wood yeah two. literally a couple of people that's that's about it and the only reason we'd remove them is because they would not be playing nice with other people mm-hmm. and that's really the only i mean we welcome differing opinions of course but i think there's a way to have uh, how do you say it? Uh, respectful discourse, right? Exactly. And that that always goes on too, and that's absolutely okay as long as people are respectful. That's the only thing we ask. So if you're not part of that group and you would like to be, head out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, and you'll be hit up with three questions, and you need to answer those three questions because that's one of the ways that we make sure we're not letting any. Uh, People that are spam bots, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And people that maybe don't jive with our with our community. But we also know that social media is not for everyone. So occasionally we'll take a topic from the group and bring it to the podcast or to our email mm-hmm. also. Uh, so recently, one of our members, Jennifer Koopman, asked for some ideas to spruce up her, her plant-based pantry. She asked, what are some items that you cannot live without? Thank you, Jessica, boy, for we asking a, that question. Where do we get a Gen- Jennifer? Oh, I'm sorry, Jennifer, yeah. And boy, do we say? get a lot of res- Jessica? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a lot of responses to this. Yeah. Quickly, too. I'm Very like, Everybody fast, was yeah. like super fast to jump in on this. Larissa tagged me so and said, you. hey, we need to bring this to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. So, yes, yeah, so a huge shout out to Jennifer for starting this post yeah so while this list is pretty evergreen meaning that i think it will stand the the test of time it's really especially important right now because we're right now we're going through a pandemic and there's a lot of challenges with going out and going to the store so we really want to make sure we're stocking our pantries well with you know some of the items that are going to last us a while that aren't going to expire fast and that we can make multiple meals out of some of that so that's really some of the criteria that we went by when we were putting this list together now one note many times we cover these topics when we cover these types of topics we we are vegetarians ourselves but we will lean a little bit more toward the vegan products Mm. because we know those are more inclusive so in other words vegans will not eat vegetarian food because vegetarian food, uh, if you're lacto over, some food. vegetarian food has like eggs or milk. Mm-hmm. But um, vegetarians will eat vegan food because That's right. it, it kind of fits within that criteria. <laughs> so we tend to be a little more vegan leaning when it comes to topics like this. Right. All right. So also just one last note, there are a ton of responses to this on the Facebook group. So we can't share everything in this 30 minute or so podcast, but you will find some links to everything that we talk about in the show notes. And again, if you are so inclined, check out the post in 
uh, on Facebook. Right. And then uh, show notes is uh, vegetarianzen.com forward slash 364. One last order of business before we get into the main topic. Let's hear from today's sponsor, which is Buddha Bowls, the vegetarian Zen way. Trying to create healthy meals for your family can be an exercise in frustration. We know firsthand meal planning takes time and it can be challenging to find well-balanced meals that are quick, easy, and can be adapted to satisfy various nutritional needs. For example, gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, omnivore, all of that. Even more frustrating is having to throw away spoiled produce that you had every intention of cooking but never found the time or should I say the quote right recipe to use it in. Money down the drain. Despite producing our own vegetarian podcast for since 2013, Larissa and I found ourselves here until we discovered Buddha bowls. What the heck is a Buddha bowl? Buddha bowls, sometimes called power bowls, nourish bowls, hippie bowls, sunshine bowls, macro bowls, are essentially bowls filled with vibrant, healthy food. You've seen these on Instagram. While they are typically plant-based and dairy-free, I have seen some variations that include fish or meat, which can work well for households that have both plant-based eaters and omnivores. So this is a big reason why we love Buddha bowls. They're quick and easy to make. They make meal planning and meal prep easy and fun, and they are great for blended households. In this book, you will learn what Buddha bowls are and why they are the perfect meal, how to create your own awesome combinations based on your needs and specific tastes, and some of our own favorite ingredient combinations or recipes, plus ideas for sauces and dressings. For more information and to purchase the book, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash Buddha Bowl book, and you will see an option to purchase the book at the reasonable price of $4.99. Again, that's vegetarianzen.com forward slash Buddha Bowl book, and all proceeds go right back into supporting the show. All right. Are we ready to get into our main topic? We sure are. All right. So let's break this. What, what I thought would be easier would be to break down this topic into like large categories. So rather than just going like item by item, I thought it might be good to go. So for example, instead of just saying beans, Mm -hmm. let's talk about legumes. Right. You know, so that whole category. Right. All right. So speaking of, let's start with that one. (laughs) All right. So, you know, legumes are super healthy and they're really good for, especially for plant-based, um, people who eat plant-based because they have a lot of protein and they don't have a lot of the saturated fat that comes from meat. They've got a lot of vitamins, minerals, um, and also fiber, which is really, 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 really essential. Um, And so, you know, some of the foods that fall into this category are beans, as you mentioned, chickpeas, soybeans, which are beans, but, you know, still. um, So beans, the first beans, kidney beans, black beans, pinto beans, um, uh, bean, other beans, 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 (laughs) navy beans. Edamame. Uh, you know, edamame, yeah. Uh, no, also already? peas. No, oh. uh, also peas. So, um, uh, black-eyed peas are my favorite. Uh, you don't really care for black-eyed no. peas. Um, field peas, I like too. And the field peas are kind of like black-eyed peas. So, I would imagine that you wouldn't care for field peas either. But um, I love them. Uh, lentils also, and then like you said, edamame, which is the uh, soy bean things, mm-hmm. right? 
soybean things. They're soybean things. <laughs> um, yeah, so lots of, of good choices there to kind of have as pantry staples. And you know what I like about uh, these is you can have, you can keep them dried and then you can cook them yourself, you know, which I keep saying I'm going to do some pinto beans in the instant Insta pot. So maybe I'll do that today. Uh, so you can have them dried, you can have canned, you can have, um, you can even have frozen, uh, especially like edamame and things you can get frozen and then have those. The other thing, uh, on the kind of canned side of it is I like the ones now that they, that come in the pouches. I like those. Oh yeah. 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 I, I really like those. They're easier to, to store. They're easier to, to I just like them better you know yeah. and they're non they don't have the the lining in the right. pouch and everything so. right so Michelle Olander said canned beans especially chickpeas I like to cook chickpeas once a week but so easy to have a can or two on hand to fill a salad and mash them up with celery pickles and onions for a tuna sandwich and we actually have mm-hmm. a recipe on our website for that so we will link to that and she also mentions black salt especially if you miss the semi-sulfurous flavor of eggs and that yes, is something i that. haven't what's that <laughs> I, oh i love I that I, I would try eggs. it i just haven't yeah. but i i would try it and then um red lentils to cook up so fast and delicious, especially with Indian seasoning, sweet mm-hmm. potatoes, and uh, yeah. So that is what Michelle said. All right. So number two. Number two. Pasta. So there are a lot of po- uh, pasta options these days. And what's great about pasta is that it's very versatile. So you can you can put it in a cold salad and make a for a more filling lunch because I am not just a salad kind of gal. <laughs> but if you make it a little bit, uh, how do you say, heartier, I mm-hmm. guess, I, I am fine with that. And you can also have it hot with uh, some pasta sauce, mm-hmm. which is, and by the way, with pasta sauce, you want to be, if you are vegan uh, vegan or want to be like, or if you're mm-hmm. vegan leaning, you do want to check the um, the label on that. There are some pasta sauces that can contain whey, which mm-hmm. is like a, a is dairy, mm-hmm. right. so so you, a dairy product. So you want to make sure that you're checking that. Mm-hmm. All right. So we eat uh, as far as pasta. We just plain spaghetti. We also um, use uh, rice noodles. We do soba noodles, which I don't think those are actually considered pasta per se, but um, noodles. Noodles, noodles, noodles. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of pasta is vegan, but again, you also want to make sure that you don't that the pasta you get doesn't include eggs. So egg noodles, mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> are made with eggs. I think they have so, vegan egg noodles, probably. Though, too. Yeah, probably. Um, so you you might want to check that too, just to make sure. All right. Uh, the next we have here are the grains. So let's talk about some of these. Now, we usually have a pretty good variety. When I say variety, um, like, for example, we have quinoa, but there's different types of quinoa, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, back in 342, we talked about how to cook. Episode 342, we talked about how to cook quinoa, and we gave some recipes for that. But, like, I know right now we have, like, a tri tricolor the tricolor yeah, the yeah tri-color but there's quinoa. also yeah there are different different varieties um and um just a just a quick joke um what do vegan zombies say i know what you're gonna say grains <laughs> <laughs> 
thank you. Right. Yes. Take I'll a bow. Take a week. bow on that. Thank you. Uh, all right. Um, so yeah. So we also we we keep quinoa in the pantry because, like you said, it's easy. It's fast. It's um, you can throw it in like a lot of stuff after it's cooked, and just you know keep it in the fridge. We also have uh, oats. We have rice. We have um, you like the steel cut oats. I I'm not a fan of oatmeal. I have tried. I have tried. I have tried. I just it's so good for you. I know it is, and that's another one. Like the last episode, we talked about watermelon, and that's one of those things that I just this is another one like that that I really wish I could like it, and I've tried. I just don't. Especially when you add good stuff to mm-hmm. it. So like for example, one of the more popular recipes on our site is the blackstrap molasses mm-hmm. oatmeal. We talked about the benefits of blackstrap molasses Mm -hmm. super super easy to take even you know an already healthy Mm -hmm. healthy uh, thing like oatmeal and make it even healthier yeah now see my problem is that in order to get me to eat it i would have to add so much stuff that it would not be good anymore i mean i would have to add so much sugar and so much Mm. like or what about like uh but, but there's healthier sweeteners right so you could do like uh like uh, we're going to talk about these in a bit. Some dried fruit, like for, uh, apricots. Those dried apricots. You like? Yeah, add, add I, I just I think it. overall it's just the texture though that I can't get past. <laughs> and you know I'm a texture person. Um, All right. Yeah. I won't so try to say I have anymore. tried, and you know I've I know tried she does. She does try because I make her try. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Martha Earl, who by the way I do want to give a sh- special shout out to here because. I swear she has tried every recipe in our Buddha bowl book. And I think, and she always posts pictures in the, in the group. Yeah. And I was going to say, I think she, she, her pictures are amazing. I'm like, (laughs) wow, I wish I could have used that picture for the book. That was a really good picture. Uh, But she said, uh, instant oatmeal with flax from Whole Foods or Cascadian farms is yeah. The brand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Yeah. I have some too. And our local grocer makes, uh, HEB, which the is our Texas, yeah, thing, yeah, organic uh, oatmeal with flax. Mm-hmm. I love having that. I prefer steel cut, but if it if I'm in a pinch and I just want to throw like a packet in and just throw some hot water, and then mm-hmm. I usually put walnuts and some berries and or banana. See, that's another you don't like banana, but mm-hmm. yesterday I had some. Uh, I had some oatmeal. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think. And I don't know. Who knows? Uh, who knows? It's all the yeah, same it's day. It's the now. same day. It's all the same day. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I uh, had a banana and it was kind of mushy, so I just kind of mixed it up and there hmm. didn't need to add anything else because oh, I mean the banana nice. added the sweetness I needed. Very nice. All right. So number four, nuts and seeds. Nuts and seeds. If you're a squirrel, you will love this one. <laughs> uh, so you know, nuts and seeds are. Great sources again of protein and fiber. Um, now you like pistachios, walnuts, pecans. I I don't like pistachios at all. Walnuts and pecans are growing on me. I, they're still not my favorite, but you know if it's in something, I no longer actively pick them out, uh, which I used to do. Um, I do like cashews, and so do you. Um, Brazil nuts. Mm-hmm. Brazil nuts. To me, it's this the funky smell that gets me. Oh, I love them. They smell horrible. You just have to be really careful with those because you're te- with any w- nuts where I you pick up like a handful. Brazil nuts. I mean, they have a lot of calories, so you uh-huh. want to make sure that yeah. you're not you, with Brazil nuts. I mean, you can easily eat like six hundred calories oh, and yeah. not even realize well, it. That's that's me with peanuts. I, you're not a fan <laughs> of peanuts so much, but I love peanuts, and I really have to be careful. When I uh, worked in an office uh, job, I always kept a big jar of peanuts in my desk. 
desk. And I, in fact, people, you know, my uh, colleagues would come in and in the afternoon uh, um, snack period, I guess, would come by my office regularly and, and ask for a handful of peanuts. You were like, you were the peanut connection? I was. <laughs> I was a peanut dealer. All right. The other, th- uh, the seeds that I really like are pumpkin seeds. I love pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, hemp, and chia seeds. And now chia seeds, hemp seeds, and flax seeds are really easy to put in oatmeal. And they are also really easy to put in smoothies. I usually throw that in there. I also throw turmeric in there. Uh, That is really good also to boost your protein. So they have some really good nutritional value to you as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I I like uh, sunflower seeds. I, I don't like pumpkin uh, the other, the little tiny seeds like flax, hemp, chia, you know, I don't mind so much because you can just throw them in something and you can't really tell. Um, so that's okay. Uh, but uh, sunflower, I do like. Um, now, Trisha Charles says that she um, she likes uh, peanut butter. I love peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, dates and uh, 70 to 80% chocolate bar. chocolate bars yeah. what does that mean the, the i guess she meant the 70 to 80 percent like the cacao oh, okay. yeah oh, got yeah because the higher okay. the healthier it oh, is yeah. for you yeah All so right. yeah uh and getting into the next one is uh, because it's kind of related to that one is dried fruits because i do like to have i didn't really wasn't really a fan that much until you turned me on to dried apricots oh i love dried apricots. those are really good and i like to have that with some nuts so it's kind of like the sweet salty mm-hmm. kind of thing and it's really healthy uh so let's see yeah raisins i love too yeah like, raisins. Now you have to be careful with the dried fruit because of the sugar content mm-hmm. i mean a dried pineapple i absolutely love but it is so high in sugar i can imagine so yeah. high in sugar so i i avoid that one i you know i would love to have a big a bag in the pantry but i just i would keep eating it it's like candy <laughs> yeah and the other thing i do like is uh dried coconut you don't like coconut but again when i'm making a smoothie that has like a for a tropical taste mm-hmm. i like to throw in some coconut Mm-hmm. And if we have pineapple, I think right now it's kind of hard. To, have we? Is it hard to find pineapple for us right now, or is it just uh, that we haven't gotten? Any? I just haven't gotten any. Oh, okay, yeah. In Sometimes a while. it depends on our grocery fresh pineapple, store. not not dried. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, dried cranberries too. I like. I don't know that I've had those in a while. I know I've probably had those yeah. at some point. I just don't know that I've had them in a while. Now, it's really easy to find these days. In most grocery stores, you can find a good variety of dried fruit. But we also have a dehydrator. I think at one time you did make some dry, something dry. You, you did. I used to make um, like fruit leather. Uh-huh. Oh, um, that's right. You used to love that. Yeah. yeah. Like the roll-ups without all the junk. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically just pureed. I used to do an apricot and when we could get apricots in the summer. And um, it's basically just pureed uh, fruit. And, you know, just you just puree it and liquefy it and then pour it on the sheet in the dehydrator. And that's it. So no added sugar, no added anything. Before we get back to the podcast, just a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hey, Vicky. Hey, Larissa, what's up? I was just wondering, is there a cool place where I could find some awesome vegetarian and vegan merch? Ah, well, look no further than the Vegetarian Zen Swag Shop. Ooh, awesome. Where you can find all sorts of plant-based swag for your bod and your abode. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, tank tops, onesies for that little baby, phone cases, totes, mugs, pens, wall art, and more. 
We have a wide variety of designs, which includes our famous yin yang peas and carrots logo. What up, peas and carrots? <laughs> but other designs as well, like living life on the veg, powered by plants, keep calm, plants have protein, be kind to every kind, and lots more cute sayings and animal graphics. To check out the new shop, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash store. And remember, whenever you buy from us, you're supporting a plant-based small business. And also, all the designs in our shop are created by independent artists. It's a win-win-win. And now, back to the show. All right, the next category of our vegan pantry staples are potatoes. I think those are really good to have around. They get a bad rap. Back in episode 301, we talked about five benefits of potatoes. They tend to get a bad rap. Like, you need to stay away. It's one of those things like coffee. Mm-hmm. You need to stay away. No, mm-hmm. more. Yeah, you know, that kind people of thing say, oh, well, the carbs. Oh, my gosh, carbs. You know, whatever. But they do. They are a great source of vitamin B, magnesium, and zinc. And, as you know, the skin has fiber in mm-hmm. it. So they are healthy for you. I would say if you're concerned about any of the things that are cited uh, as being negatives, just just moderation like mm-hmm. with other things but what i really like about potatoes is they're very versatile yes. you can have them in the morning with with uh, your breakfast or yeah. you can have them at dinner or lunch you can have a baked potato with a salad mm-hmm. whatever very versatile and they'll last you a bit too yeah yeah for sure um and um you know there's debate about this but i store my potatoes in the refrigerator and they they last longer and they're fine and, and we haven't died happened no <laughs> <laughs> um the other thing we do a lot is in at night for dinner if we make something and i'll make um like roasted potatoes or like like um, oven fries or something on the side, I always make extra and then we have them with breakfast, you know, leftover. And that's a really good way to to, to do that and get a couple of, of um, meals out of them. All right, the next category, let's talk about some condiments and spices. This is something that I, only after learning how to cook myself, like really cook when I took the forks over knives cooking course, did I understand the importance of some good condiments and spices? In fact, one of the first exercises they had us do in the forks over knives was uh, to arrange our spice rack. And then we had to send a picture to show how we had arranged Hmm. it in a way that we would actually use it. Because like many people, we had a shelf that everything was just piled into and you had to take take out every spice to see what was in there you well, knew yeah see that's there, but the I thing didn't. that's the thing because i do most of the cooking and so i knew exactly where everything was but i could see how like when you were taking the course how you needed to have stuff where you knew where it was so you I know like, to I, see it i kind of went with that but you know <laughs> it was fine for me the way it was because i knew exactly where everything was well and the other thing is though mm-hmm. you 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 tend to use the you forget what you have you know what I mean? If you're not seeing them, I, I know I, I would have forgotten what I had there if mm. I wasn't able to see them. We have a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So um, we did have a, many of the ones that we're going to talk about right now, we did talk about, we had a recent podcast on spices, which we'll link to in the show notes, but uh, there are a few here that were mentioned specifically by our peas and carrots. So we're going to talk about those. Okay, so the first one was mentioned by uh, Keisha Ashton and Lisa Soskaras, which was nutritional yeast, or also known as nooch. Now, this is one that I did not had not tried before we went plant-based, and actually took me a while to try it, but uh, it is really good, especially if you're trying to lighten up on the cheese. 
it is a really good it's a it's a decent substitute i use it on um popcorn sometimes mm-hmm. that's mainly where i use it i think so let's see there's nutritional yeast then there's uh bragg's amino another one that we talked about in our spice episode mm-hmm. uh, becky stacy mentioned that we also talked about uh veggie broth yeah, and I use I use that a lot in cooking. Um, you know, vegetable stock. Um, I buy the I buy the vegetable stock, or you know, I used to make it a lot more often. Uh, just save like the ends of of celery and and um, carrots and th- and I just save them in a big bag in the freezer. And then when I get enough, just dump it in the um, what do you call it the instant pot. Yeah, it's super easy to make, and the thing is great too is you're you're you using food to the fullest mm-hmm. extent that you can use it. So that's right. really and really there's cool. no added, you know. So unless you add, unless you want to add salt, which I don't, there's no added salt. There's no MSG, you know, risk or anything like that yeah. when you make it yourself. Yeah, you control that, so that's yeah, great for sure. All right, Jacqueline West Hamlin mentioned liquid smoke, which I know we talked about again in our last podcast on our vegan picnic where we uh, were talking about the hot dogs, the carrot mm-hmm. dogs. That is. And uh, so liquid smoke is a really good one for getting that grilled, smoky kind of flavor. And then uh, poultry seasoning. Poultry seasoning I use a lot in, um, I've used it in, what do I use? Well, I use it in our pot pie that I do, which is a veggie pot pie, but it's based on the chicken pot pie recipe. And the poultry seasoning gives it that flavor without, you know, using chicken broth or actual chicken or anything like that. So I use it for that. I also have used it. I think I've even used poultry seasoning in my broccoli patties before. Uh, normally I'll use in the broccoli patties, um, like herb de Provence or something like that. But I think I've used poultry seasoning before too. Yeah, And if you're not familiar, you're new, kind of new to this. Just remember, it's not like, poultry it is just no. the seasonings that typically go on poultry yeah, so it's so, sage and, right and i don't know what else is in there sage um, thyme maybe which yeah which you don't like thyme but when it's in that i mean it's not like it's a blend so i really don't mind it as long as it's in a blend yeah. or it's not a an Over, overbearing amount yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all right the next one here is soy sauce mm-hmm. you just want to make sure it's vegan because mm-hmm. not all soy sauces are vegan some do contain is it anchovies or something? No, that's something. Worcestershire. Oh yeah, it's uh, Worcestershire. I'm not sure what the soy sauce is. Yeah, you just want to be sure that it's it's vegan. I think I think I many are. Yeah, I, I think many are, but I, I I'd have to. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you always want to check the label, anyways. Yeah, but I use tamari. Um, I just I prefer tamari. It has a um, yeah, not tamari. as salty, I guess. Umami, is it a umami yeah, flavor? Maybe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Maple syrup okay. is another one. And and so agave nectar is also a good one. Kind of a, a natural, more of a natural flavoring mm-hmm. or sweetening, sweetener. I should say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'm, I would, I'm not positive about this, but I would think that ag- the agave nectar has uh, less sugar in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maple syrup is like off the chart sugar content. So I really limit, you know, what I use that of that. All right, so the next one is uh, black salt, which uh, Michelle Olander had mentioned in with the vegan tuna recommendation that we yeah. already talked about. Yeah, we talked about it in the picnic episode, mm-hmm. and I hesitated for a second to put it on the staples, but the reason I added it on our staples, our mm-hmm. pantry staples, is because I think if you are one like me and a lot of people, I, I know at least in America, that grew up for tuna for lunch, that Seinfeld joke about 
tuna that the whole concept of lunch was created mm-hmm. around tuna. tuna. <laughs> uh, if you're used to that, this is a good one to at least try. I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of good things about it. I haven't tried it myself, but I, I would try it as, if you miss that uh, kind of fishy, mm-hmm. yeah. fishy taste. Yeah. All right. So Laura Lamar gave us a really good list uh, that included, let's see. Oh, she said um, Flavor God vegan seasonings so i looked into these i hadn't heard of these before so i looked them up and they are certified kosher certified paleo low sodium pesticide uh free and vegan Hmm. so this looked really good it said uh zero taste great zero taste great zero means zero (laughs) zero so no gluten no gluten no no msg MSG. dairy free soy free Zero calories, zero carbs, zero fat. So I thought these would be uh, good to try. Coming from a trusted resource like someone in our Peas and Carrots Society. So we'll link to that in the show notes. Yes. Okay. Um, Now this next one is is a you thing. Yeah, I considered this next one a a pantry staple. This is a good uh, protein powder. I should add vegan protein powder. I like having this on hand. Especially if I'm like hungry around three o'clock and I I uh, don't really want to eat something because we're close to dinner time, but I'm too hungry to wait till dinner time. I've used uh, I ha- always have one on hand. I've used Vega in the past before, which I liked. I, I've used several of their products actually when I was training for the uh, half marathon, which I unfortunately never got to do because I hurt my knee. But when I was training for that, I even tried some of their like. Um, gel supplements mm-hmm. and i tried several things i liked vega very good i'm now using new zest and i would say i make uh smoothies at least maybe three times a week mostly in the morning but i will or in the early or i'm sorry in the later morning times but i'll just throw some spinach banana blueberries chia seeds turmeric soy milk into our vitamix blender and with some ice and it's an easy easy smoothie thing to have and i usually pour the whole thing into a quart a glass quart and i'll just have it in the refrigerator i usually don't like to leave it past a day because i think it gets kind of icky after yeah. a day when you just leave a smoothie in there it doesn't matter what it it just all the yeah, it the settles stuff and, settling yeah. and all that Plus stuff it's not as fresh as it was yeah even yeah if you have it in the refrigerator it's yeah still, but yeah. whichever protein powder you use just be sure you read the ingredients so if you're trying to eat more vegan be sure you want to make sure that it does not contain whey mm-hmm. protein but there are a lot like new zest is uh pea protein mm-hmm. and what i like about them they only have like a handful of ingredients right. so that's that's what you're looking for the fewer ingredients the better and you definitely don't want anything that looks like whey protein mm-hmm. and you know i would say uh along the same lines if you could consider this a staple as maybe a good like protein bar Mm -hmm. um and i know like new zest makes those too but there are different brands um but if you if you're like a a, like you said an afternoon snacker but you don't always want to make a smoothie or whatever it might be good to have like a good um protein bar that you like you know on hand you just reminded me i know new zest has some recipes on their site and I was going to try to make my own because I still haven't found like a protein bar that I like because a lot of them taste very processed. Mm. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just try my own Mm -hmm. and see how that comes out. And I know they have like some snack, like some recipes that you can make. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to just use it for... The protein for powder. the protein for a smoothie. You mm-hmm. can use it in other recipes too. So I'm going to try something like That's that. A good point. All right. What's the next category? 
All right. So the next category is kind of a um, a catch-all, I a guess. Hodgepodge. A hodgepodge. <laughs> uh, of miscellaneous canned goods. So we always have um, these canned goods on hand. And, you know, this is not all, but this is like the, the biggest kind of categories, I guess, we have. And when you're looking for canned goods, again, just check your labels to make sure that they don't have any... Um, uh, Whey, dairy, Whey, eggs. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> or uh, other non-vegan ingredients. Or if you are avoiding MSG, check for that too. Uh, some of them will use MSG. And, you know, they, it's just a flavor enhancer. and all, you know, Don't so. you pretty much always want to avoid MSG? Yeah. I know way yeah. back we did I mean, some a... Some people uh, don't mind it, but... <laughs> we did a podcast called MSG, What Is It Good For? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I mean, some people like MSG because it's used I'll as a flavor an enhancer. Extra MSG. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right. So the things that we always keep are uh, enchilada sauce because you know, I I guess I make enchiladas about once a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we do spinach ones. And I always make uh, 10. I think I make 10, which lasts us like two meals, you know, um, sometimes plus. Uh, depending on how hungry we are and what else we have with it. So enchilada sauce. And you can also make your own, but, it, you know, it's nice to have a couple of cans uh, in a pinch just to do it fast. And uh, pasta sauce, again, really check the labels on these. Um, salsa is another good one. And again, that's something that you can make your own, but it's nice to have like a bottle or a jar or something just for something quick because you don't always have like a bunch of tomatoes and cilantro and all that stuff on hand. Uh, diced tomatoes, uh, tomato paste, tomato sauce, a couple cans. I keep applesauce. You're not a big fan of applesauce, but I like ha have applesauce as a snack sometimes. Plus you can use it in baking, which mm -hmm. is another good use for applesauce. Yeah, that's a very good point. It's, it's listed in the... Uh Egg replacers, mm -hmm. list of egg replacers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it also will add moisture. So you can also use it in place of oil mm -hmm. or some of the oil in a recipe that calls for for like vegetable oil or, or what have you. Uh, we mentioned diced tomatoes, but I also usually keep like a couple cans of stewed tomatoes and a couple cans of the the um, tomatoes with uh, green chilies. Like Rotel is a brand that we keep a lot, but other brands also have their own kind of versions right uh and those are good to add to like um i usually the mexican rice that i make the spanish rice that i make uses um stewed tomatoes but you could also add rotel you know for a little spice and a little more flavor if, if you wanted so those are the basic uh canned type goods that we keep uh on the back of our pantry door in our little uh, shelving thing that hangs on the back <laughs> of the door uh but yeah, so those are good things to just keep on hand to use in recipes and, and uh, easy stuff. Yep. All right. The last category here is... My favorite. The guilty pleasures. Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah, Sarah Verz says Oreos. And I have to agree with because that. Because Oreos are vegan. Yes, they are. In episode 286, Are Fritos Vegan and Other Surprisingly Vegan Foods, we talked about several of these guilty pleasures. Uh, the, one of the other things I, I do like to keep kind of in this snack category i don't know it's like a it's not in the same category necessarily as oreos but popcorn so we uh -huh. always have we eat a lot of kernels. popcorn i eat more than you do because sometimes 
sometimes you say you're sick of it. Um, <laughs> but I eat and I grew up eating popcorn. My dad, in fact, my dad, I was talking to my dad on the phone the other day, real quick um, story. I was talking to my dad on the phone and I always send him uh, oatmeal cookies because his mom grew up when he was growing up, his mom would always make these oatmeal cookies from that Betty Crocker uh, cookbook. And so I've been making them for him for years. And I, I'll send him some like on Father's Day, I'll send it on his birthday, um, a couple times a year. And so we were talking about those, I had sent him some for Father's Day. And he said, he says, you know, these are my favorite food. He said these and um, popcorn, and Cheez-Its. And <laughs> but so yeah, he, I grew up eating popcorn, my parents would make popcorn, gosh, oh, maybe four or five nights a week, yeah. you know, and they would watch like Johnny Carson and whatever and eat popcorn. And, and so I had a lot of popcorn. In fact, it killed me for the two years I had braces because I couldn't have popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Usually when I eat it, though, I, I sprinkle some nutritional yeast on it, sometimes some chili powder, just depends mm-hmm. if it's not too late. Yeah. You like that seasoning, the... the Chili lime. Yeah, there's seasoning. some chili lime seasoning uh, that goes with beer, too. It might be a too. Texas thing. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you can flavor it with different stuff. And we have a nice air popper, too. Yes. And as soon as we say the word, by the way, Ruthie's head per- perks up oh, because yeah. she knows she gets the first piece. She gets the very first piece. She stands next to me while I'm you know, standing at the, the popper. And um, she knows that this, as soon as that first piece comes out, it goes in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, we usually have a little bowl like of ten pieces in there uh-huh. for them. That so yeah. what we're eating with it, no like, with no sauce, so- no, no seasoning, obviously. Seasoning on it. Yeah. Um, uh, and th- you know the other thing that's vegan that I can't keep in the house is Swedish fish. Oh yeah, I love yeah. Swedish fish, but you know again sugar. Yep. So. All right. Well, we hope this episode has given you an idea of some staples that you can keep in your pantry to help ensure that you have a variety of items on hand to help you avoid having to take a, make a lot of frequent trips to the store and or order takeout <laughs> food too often. I know yes. that's also sometimes a temptation, but we really have been eating a lot more here at mm-hmm. home. And uh, Well, yeah, because we don't go to restaurants anymore. And I mean, we will order occasionally. We'll order something, mm-hmm. you know, for delivery, but very rarely. Yeah, well, we're at least saving money. Very, <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.